people. It's your girl, Frederica McClary Easley, back with another episode of Bum, 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 Bum. The people are blunt. So y'all already know what it is. Um, we are everywhere, y'all. We are on YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Prime. Please go check us out. Thumbs up, like, subscribe. Do all of the good things. Share episodes with your friends and fam. Um, and comment, like leave comments because I actually respond to them. Uh, and they help us to help me to think through topics and angles that you all may be interested in. So I don't take it for granted. I appreciate you putting the time in. So I put the time in. Also, People's Ecosystem, go on out, check out um, our merch, our OG, OG merch, excuse me, as well as our CBD brand. So, you know, we have good stuff over there for you. And last but not least, our newly launched edibles, bum, 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 Tosi Treat. So if you're in Cali, you can actually take advantage of these. They are amazing. It's with new technology by um, Unlock It. So it attaches to a protein, which we all know our bodies know what to do with protein, right? Um, and so you get to keep more of the good stuff. You get more of an immediate euphoria. Um, like a traditional kind of like flower high, 10 to 15 minutes for it to onset, as opposed to we've all had this experience where you have a gummy, you take a gummy and you forget that you take that gummy because it usually takes about 45 minutes to an hour. And so you may be out, you may wind up doing something else. And then that shit hits you and it's like, oh, I took a gummy. Okay. So anyway. That is all of the good stuff. I know I got to take care of housekeeping. Without further ado, today's episode um, is near and dear to my heart. I love the Maison Bloom team. And today we have the CEO, Nathan Johnson, with us. What's up, Nathan? Hi, Frederica. How are you? I am good. I am. I'm very pregnant. I am good. Um, I'm happy to be here. Well, I'm happy to be here as well. And you look great. So, so way to go. <laughs> I know you got a lot on your plate. Listen, uh, anytime I'm talking with y'all, I'm like, I got to make some shit pop because we all know, listen, uh, Jake and Tony and them, like, look, every time I see one of y'all from the team, um, I'm like, okay, I need to, I need color. Okay? <laughs> I need color and I need to come with it. So. <laughs> um, well, I'd say, I'd say it's right back at you and the people's ecosystem for sure. And a, a shameless plug for the, the Tosi treats. They are they are absolutely amazing. So if people are in California, definitely pick some up because they're fantastic. Yay! <laughs> um, and we're going to get into how awesome Mason Bloom is. Um, I, shameless plug, I have to, um, my leather door knocker earrings by Savelle Michelle, a woman of color. Y'all look her up. And then my lip is Boss Lady from Lip Bar, which is also a, um, that is a Black-owned company. I believe the, the creators are out of Detroit, Michigan. So I am always trying to support um, support uh, women and support people of color. Um, so I just had to plug that. So, Nathan, All right. let's get into it. Let's do it. All right. So for those who may not know you, because you are usually a little more behind the scenes, right? Like we have these big personalities in Mason Bloom mm -hmm. of, of Jake and Tony. I love being on Jake's email list because, <laughs> um, because he sends these like 
very thought out and like poetic messages all the time. Um, but tell the people a little bit about you. About me. Yeah, absolutely. So um, thank you for the intro um, and again for having me. So, you know, I am the CEO of Maison Bloom. As, as Frederica has already mentioned, I work with a very um, unique set of individuals that are just fantastic at, at what they do, um, both creative, innovation wise um, and operationally. And so I tend to hide behind the scenes. Um, I'm sure one of the questions is, how did I enter the cannabis space? Because that, that typically comes up. Um, you know, all of us at Maison Bloom actually came from outside of the industry. We, we actually uh, came to know the plant at various stages of our lives. Mine tended to be later on in, in adulthood. So um, I have three kids right now. I moved away from alcohol consumption in my, what I say is probably early 30s and in, in kind of embraced cannabis in a way that really fit my lifestyle at the time. Um, something that I've been really passionate about. And it just so happened to coincide with the Cali sober trend that's, that a lot of people have embraced as well, uh, nationwide and globally. And so um, Jake, and, Jake and Tony share very similar stories um, of cannabis incrementally becoming and growing into their lives more so as an alcohol alternative and enhancement. Um, and we just saw a lot of the white space um, that was available in cannabis. So um, you know, that said, I do handle most of the behind the scenes things. I am, uh, I'm not the fun and bubbly and creative one that Jake and Tony tend to be, but that said, um, what's really cool about that is I get to look at all the different levers behind the scenes, really create, um, a functional business and get to see those end results for consumers that really enjoy our beverages and our products and really see cannabis in a new way. So first of all, I'm going to, um, I'm going to object and I'm going to say that you are also like, you're also fun and bubbly as well. Um, you about the business, but yes. you know, meeting you in person though, you, um, your, your personality definitely comes through as well. So I think that you three complement each other. Well, um, I want to touch on real quick, the, the coming to cannabis late in life, right? Because I had a similar experience. Like, I, I mean, I've been around it all my life. Most of my family um, and friends partook, but for me, it wasn't until 28 and then something happened after 30 to your point about this alternative from, um, from, from spirits, right. From liquor. Cause yep. something happened at 30 where it was just like, I had never gotten hangovers before. And so I started getting them, yep. you know, I started needing, if I partied on Friday, it was like, I needed the weekend to recoup. I needed Saturday and Sunday to kind of come out of that fog and get myself together. So was that, I mean, outside of becoming a parent, was that kind of like a similar experience for you? Yeah, I, I think that's a great point. Um, I, I did deal with the hangovers. That was a little bit of it. I, I would say it was more about finding something that really didn't impact my life in a greater way that truly enhanced it. So, so at Maison Bloom, we, we think of ourselves as elevating the everyday through perfectly dosed infused beverages. And really what that means is creating something that is delicious, that is flavor first, but has an experience behind it that consumers want. And so for me personally, I was just, I, yes, I was over the hangovers, but I really liked the social aspect mm -hmm. of drinking, right? It's everywhere. It's fun. You can go out, you can have a cocktail at a bar. You can, you know, have one with friends around a fire, uh, whatever it is. And 
there wasn't really anything for me that resonated because I'm not traditionally a smoker. Um, so, you know, vaping was okay. Um, but I still felt like I kind of had to hide it. Smoking was okay on occasion, but I just, I didn't really want anything in my lungs. I really wanted to find something that was acceptable everywhere in terms of, in terms of traditional, like social consumption behavior. Um, and I wasn't able to find that anywhere. And so when Tony and Jake and I really stepped back and we said, Hey, we really love cannabis. We really love the power of this plant and where it can go. Um, it was, how do we create a really impressive beverage that we want to consume. So we really started with ourselves and then we grew our consumer feedback loop out from that and really found some recipes, some formulations that were delicious, but also drove that social consumption and that overall euphoric experience. You know, the thing that impressed me um, the most in being introduced to Maison Bloom uh, is that that was one of the things I missed. In going out, I was... I'm really a craft cocktail lady, right? Mm -hmm. So I want the, I want the, and I'm not talking about like Cosmo kind of thing. I'm talking about like fig foam Manhattan. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I want, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I, I appreciate a, um, a bartender, a mixologist, a person who really knows what they're doing in terms of flavors. And so with Maison Bloom, one of the things that you all did an amazing job with is giving that feeling, giving that feeling of a craft complex cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so absolutely. And that, that is what we set out to do on, on, on two things. I want to, I want to pick up the craft thing in just a second. I want to put that to the side, but I really want to touch on the overall experience of Maison Bloom. So, you know, we've launched in California with our cannabis seltzers. That is the current product that we have in the market, which is fantastic by itself. But there are several other products coming down the pipeline that actually work well with each other, because when we started to look at what a social experience and Alcabev alternative experience looked like, people don't want the same beverage over and over and over. Right. A, a seltzer is great for some occasions, but it's not really a great dinner beverage. Right. Yeah. You want something more complex, something more a little bit more sophisticated, yeah, a little more bold. Exactly. And so we said, oh, well, how can we do this? But. Um, you know, create a, a true like alternative for the Alcabev arc um, bar card experience. And what that means is you have a seltzer, which is our starting point. That's where the market is at. People really know what to do with the seltzer. We have our Olympics line, which is coming out in about five to six months. That's a little bit more complex. It's a little bit more sophisticated. It is a showstopper in itself, of course. Um, but, you know, I say that because everything that we develop plays off of each other. So you have these you have these um, two different product groups and product families that you can actually mix and match. So you can consume mm -hmm. them individually or to your point, you're like, I want something that's a little bit more of a true Manhattan, like robust cocktail. The seltzer isn't going to cut it. You can either jump to an Olympic or you can mix and match just dependent upon the occasion. And so that was really important to us is not to say, here's one product and we're just going to stop innovating there. It's Hey, how do we look at this collective experience and really build towards a true immersive fruit and botanical flavor palette um, that replaces or enhances everything else that we're used to in society? Yeah, yeah. No, that's first of all, I cannot uh, wait for this <laughs> Olympic line, and I will be I will be able to partake because I will be I would have been dropped this load by then. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, so I am looking forward to that. Uh, but you bring up an important uh, important part in terms of everything making sense, right? And so Maison Bloom, 
really centers around um, there's an intentionality there because when you go out to drink, you don't just have one drink, mm-hmm. right? Um, you want to be able to kind of like pace yourself. You want to be able to have a couple. And what I can say, speaking from experience, you know, like just shameless plug here is that, you know, you have your, you have your first, you have your seltzer, you're going to feel something, right? Like it, you know, it, it loosens you up. You start to feel something, but this is truly what you all have concocted here. Um, is, is an, is an evening experience or the ability to have an evening experience. Absolutely. And, you know, we are low dose um, for those um, of your viewers that don't know Maison Bloom. Um, we have three milligrams of THC, seven milligrams of CBD. There's a proprietary blend of cannabis terpenes in our seltzers that are sold in California. You know, a lot of people look at that and they, they may say, well, that's really not enough for me. I'm a heavy dose consumer or, hey, you know, that's the perfect amount because I don't really traditionally consume cannabis. And so this is a really great starting you know, amount. We've all heard the cliche stories of, you know, I, I hit that blunt and it was just way too much for me. Or I consumed this edible and I was on the floor. And the cool thing about beverages, you get to taper it in a way that you really want to. You can have, you know, a sip, you can have, you know, half a bottle, and then you just wait for Maison Bloom. We usually kick in in about five to 15 minutes. So you can start to feel those effects shortly after consuming and you're not on the floor, right? You're not having that that experience where you've just overloaded yourself, you're really always in control and you can pace yourself in a way that really makes sense for you. Um, and that, that was really important for us as well because it opens up the market. And that's one of the things that all of us in cannabis really still face is the stigmatization of cannabis. It's also one of the reasons that we truly believe in hemp as well. It's not, it's not a priority of ours, of course, but there is still an educational element for a lot of consumers. And we don't want to go over the top. We want people to be able to ease into the experience to really mix and match as they desire and create that social experience that you just mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Um, every time I even just see the bottles, I think of like, it's time to have a good time. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's what it's about. And I mean, a good time could be in a large group, a good time can be, you know, more intimate settings, but anyway, it goes, it's time to have a good time. So let's, let's pivot a minute because, well, two things I want to touch on. Sure. You said that you were going to table craft. I did. You wanted to come back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that just stuck out to me and what you said was the, the, the ratio of THC to CBD, which I think is very important. A lot of people don't know. And as they're educating themselves about THC is that CBD is something that ha- that can help balance you. CBD is something that can help, um, mm-hmm. anytime you're feeling too high, if you will, it can kind of give you that come down, um, yep. that you may need. And so it's important that you all have that balance of the THC CBD. So you hit on the craft piece and then we can kind of quickly touch on the THC CBD importance, like that balance. And then I want to pivot. Sure. Sounds great. Let's take, let's take craft cannabis. Um, So we are, we are really big believers in craft cannabis um, and we're big believers for a number of reasons. Number one, all of the ingredients that we use are are all natural. So we are partnered with Sonoma Hills Farms. Um, they are the main strain for all of our beverages. Uh, they're Sun and Earth and OCAL certified, which is extremely important to us. We are the first single strain, single barrel beverage, meaning you can look out in a field, you can see that plant growing and you can take that all the way through the process and actually consume that plant and know where it came from, what it's all about. That's very, very important. 
Yeah. The other thing with craft cannabis is we are true believers in what the plant can can provide, and similar to what great vineyards do. So let's you know, Sonoma Hills Farm is obviously based in Sonoma, um, up around Napa Valley. And similar to what great vintners do in Napa Valley with the different types of grapes, the different growing techniques, we really want to explore and build off of what that craft is in cannabis as well. And even though there are some really good cannabis infused beverages or hemp infused beverages out there, the they don't necessarily play up craft in the way that we would want to. So we partner and we love to partner with local groups that have tremendous reach to communities that do things right, that meet our standards of quality that we have taken from outside of the industry and really brought into Maison Bloom in this industry here. And that's just truly important because we, we talked about low dose for a second, but one of the things that really happens with our ingredients, it's, it's kind of like something else. You, you quite frankly, put crap in, you get crap out. Um, you put good ingredients in, you get something great that comes out of it. And so for us, we make sure that all our ingredients are top notch. They are extremely high quality. We use full spectrum, which means you get you get small amounts, of course, of all of the different types of cannabinoids that go along with that full spectrum strain. It's not that you're you know you're you're pulling out some of these specific cannabinoids and just using the cheapest version to get into the bottle. We don't want to touch that. We really want to embrace the power of the plant. We really want to embrace the benefits of what each of those cannabinoids can do. And we really try to build our recipes around that, starting with that, that first grow and the partners that we use. Love it. I love it. And I, and I love the craft piece as well. I know that California is one of those states that is struggling in terms of equity operators, in terms of um, small farmers, small cultivators, um, and these, and these larger, you know, um, mammoth, you know, kind of businesses yeah. that have been, that have been established, um, post, you know, post medical. And so yeah. that is, I honestly think that with, within the next five to 10 years, we're going to see, we're going to continue to see shifts in the industry mm -hmm. and we're going to see people, value um craft right and value companies that are that are leading with with their morals they're leading with a moral compass you understand yeah. what i'm saying so that is also one of the things that i love about you all is just your um intentionality around that and, and acknowledging mm -hmm. you know that there is there is a there's an element to cannabis that cannot be forgotten, which is, which is the fight, which is the humanity of this plant and people and communities that have been impacted by it. Absolutely. I think that was really, really well said. And we, we try to be as intentional as possible about every element of our business. And I know that sounds cliche, but it really does mean that we take thought into who we are partnering with, where are we sourcing everything? You know, as an example, you know, we, we've mentioned a couple of times we've launched our seltzers in California. We've tried to bring all of our supply chain back to the United States. That could be our bottles. That could be our caps. It could be anything that we are sourcing. We try to keep it all here domestically because we still are patriots, of course. We, we all live in the United States. We want to support our country. We, want, we also want to support our local communities. And that's where Sonoma Hills really came into play. That's why we have a partner in Vertosa because Cal, you know, Vertosa is located in Oakland. And being able to tell that story of, hey, here's a plant that grew in the soil of the Emerald Triangle that you can now trace 
to a uh, to a emulsion uh, facility in Oakland that now reaches your beverage into your refrigerator. That's a really powerful story for a lot of people. It's supporting the local communities. It's about connecting with dispensary owners that really know that their consumer treasures craft cannabis. And there's quite a few out there because that storyline even though it is a great story to tell, it is something that means a lot to us. And it's something that means a lot to our consumers and our partners. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and shout out to my man, Austin over at Vertosa. We love Vertosa. <laughs> hey, so, so let's pivot, right? Because we have, you know, Mason Bloom as we know it in Cali. Um, amazing. This, this amazing um, option that you all have created and presented um, that is THC. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what we know is um, we have some shit coming down the pipe. Like yeah. we have we have an expansion um, that is going to be taking place. You mentioned earlier, I think you kind of did some foreshadowing in terms of him. And so um, please unveil the big news. What may sound bloom. Look, y'all hearing it here. People are blunt. First, first off, Frederica, I need you to come with me wherever I go and just hype, hype this up for me. That would be fantastic. You can just, we'll just travel the world together. Um, I got you. I got you. Baby uh, step on. Baby step on. Second, yes, we have a lot of really, really cool things up our sleeves. Um, one of them, which is actually hitting the markets next month, is our hemp-derived infused uh seltzers so similar flavor profiles to what we're doing on the cannabis side in california however uh, these are hemp derived and will be able to service 41 states and the district of columbia and what's really cool about that is you know we have we are we are immersed in the industry as much as we we can as a small team here at maison bloom we interact with companies and brands from all over the country and the resounding interest in what we were doing in terms of the cannabis infused beverages was how do I get my hands yeah. on your product? How do I bring this to my dispensary? How do I get this to my consumers or my partners? And so we just saw this immense uh, clamoring of thirsty customers that really wanted the products and weren't able to deliver it there. So we reached out again, going back to some of the local roots, we, we reached out to the Chill State Collective, um, which is in my home state of Minnesota. It's also the home state of Michael Bowman, one of our uh, one of our advisors and investor leads and really struck up a, an impressive relationship with them. And so we are in the process of actually producing these hemp beverages. And like I said, they will they will hit market mid April. So first of all, that is so exciting. Um Shout out to uh, to Michael. That's the that's the hemp man. That's the hemp man. Uh, that's Mr. Hemp. hemp. <laughs> Mr. Hemp. Yeah. Um, this is exciting, right? Because there are so many limitations that businesses are dealing with, um, especially um, those who are those that are on the smaller side, right? And trying to scale, trying to bring your offerings to the people, but because we're still federally. Um, illegal because we're still a schedule one. Mm -hmm. We don't have that interstate commerce ability. Yep. So, um, so figuring out a way to meet the need. So my first question, and I think the first thing that many who are kind of curious and just kind of coming into this space um, may want to know, and I understand there's proprietary pieces around this. So go where you can, Sure. but the different, cause we cannabis is a plant. And there are so many derivatives. There are so many branches of this plant, things that we still don't even know. 
but what's the difference? Like it's all one plant. So like you have THC in Cali, you're coming out with this hemp one. Like what's the difference? Um, if, if they're, you know, outside of what's legal and what's not, but what's the difference and can people expect the same kind of feeling from it? Fantastic question. Um, without getting into the specifics of what I would say is the difference in the cannabis and the hemp plant, very, very similar. Uh, they are different derivatives of and amounts of cannabinoids um, in the individual plants. And that is the main difference between the two. But really jumping to, you know, the purpose of the hemp, the experience that the consumers are going to get out of it, you know, again, stemming back to what we as Maison Bloom are really about. We, we do operate in a commitment to the highest quality plant-based ingredients that combine exceptional creative culinary aspects by putting flavor first, as well as the experience first. And so when we started with the cannabis that people really loved, we said, how do we replicate that experience as close as possible on the hemp side of things? And so we didn't necessarily go back to the drawing board, but it did take some magic behind the scenes internally with our team um in the innovation lab that we run here at maison bloom and we were able to replicate uh recipe formulations that are very similar to what you're seeing on the cannabis side um and an experience that really replicates almost identically what you get on the cannabis side with hemp and so what's really important about that is there are different quantities um, but people really do want again that alcohol replacement they want a little bit of the euphoric abilities of the plant whether that's on the thc side whether that's on the cbd side um, with hemp we play up a little bit more of the novel cannabinoids in terms of things like uh, cbd cbn um, cbg more so than on the cannabis side but with that comes a lot of the wellness aspects that actually mean something to a greater aspect of the consumer base um, so that's really cool so Long story short, they are very similar. Um, they are derived from essentially a hemp versus a cannabis plant, but the, effect, the effects are very similar. The taste is very similar. And so even if you can't get the cannabis uh, beverages right now outside of California, pretty soon you'll be able to have the hemp and enjoy a Maison Bloom experience on that side of things. Yay! Yes! <laughs> We're very excited. Love it. So, so two questions. Yes. Um, one, you mentioned the Chill State Collective. So who are they? What's that about? Um, is this something that that Mr. Hemp is a part of? Like, why did y'all why did y'all decide to go with them on on um, the, the manufacturing and kind of bringing this hemp option to to life? And then two, what is this rollout going to look like? You know what I'm saying? Like, are y'all about to go on tour what what what's going on? How how are we doing this? I, I love how you just you're just leading this along the way. It's fantastic. Um, let's start with let's let's start with uh, Mr. Bowman. So so we were introduced to Michael Bowman. Um, he literally is known as Mr. Hemp. In fact, he has a license plate known as Mr. Hemp. Okay. Um, he was Official. yeah. So he was introduced to us in late 2022. Um, he really got excited about what we were doing with the cannabis side of things. And as the name Mr. Hemp insinuates, he was obviously instrumental in a lot of the uh, the historical hemp yeah. evolution over the last, what I would say is probably 10 years. Um, like the farm bill. I know he was a, a huge part of the farm bill. He was a part of a, a, a hemp flag actually flying. In Colorado. Like in White House. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 
Yes, yes. You know, you know all the good details. So yeah, so he he has been in the industry for I want to say 20 plus years. Um, he was on the floor um, when the legislation passed for the Farm Bill in 2018. He helped actually write some of that specific language. Um, he has his fingers in a lot of things hemp related and just really believes in the sustainability and the environmentally uh, environmental benefits of the plant, um, of course, along with the health, the, the wellness aspects of the plant. And so, again, he just kind of really loved, number one, the flavors on the cannabis side, number two, the experience, and of course, the brand and the team, which is at this stage of the game, really, really important. And he said, I think I can really do a lot with this on the hemp side. And so we've been working with him since late 2022 to really create the beverages that we are about to launch. And again, I can't I can't allude to too much other than saying that we have a lot of things coming down the pipeline. Um, Chill State, well, ironically, um, Michael's family is also from Minnesota, just like mine. Um, Chill State got into the game on um, in 2020, right after um, hemp-derived THC became legal in Minnesota. Um, they knew because of their background in brewing, so they are the Fair State Brewers, um, which is still owned which is still obviously operating in Minnesota, but Chill State is their hemp version of this. And so um, they are two different arms, essentially of the same company, but since 2020, they've really been working hard to help brands like us really come to the market and change the overall experience um, for the mainstream consumer. So they offer an alcohol side of things, and then obviously there's a there's an NA side of things, which is really impressive. And then, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we really believe in local communities. Um, we really want to double down on the partners that we um, get into bed with, essentially. And so Chill State being with me being a Minnesota native, uh, with Mike having family there and all that combined with Chill State being one of the best in the industry from a co-packing perspective, um, it was really just kind of planets aligning. And so um, they are they are co-packing for us. Uh, we are going to be launching mid-April here. We're actually flying to Minnesota to do some taste testing of the first couple of batches here. Yep. Um, and we see a lot of potential in, in them. Uh, you asked about market, so I'm just going to keep rolling on that. Mm-hmm. Um, we are starting in Minnesota. So Chill State is actually going to be um, selling for us in Minnesota. We're working um, on some really special relationships there. And then we're actually going to be launching in a couple of states in the south, um, which will be announced in the next week or so. But we have about three to five states that are currently pending that we are looking to get into right away. So, okay, so that's big. That is big. Yes. That is that is that is big, um, especially in the South. Um, and can't wait to find out because, you know, there are several states. You know, I'm, I'm in Texas. Right. And Texas mm-hmm. is, you know, very special. Yep. Um, but there are se- you know several states um, where they um, have some ballot measures that are going to be that are projected to be. <clears throat> on um the next election with the next election cycle um you know some of the states down here have medical but have very kind of limited medical and so when you're thinking about hemp and um like delta eight delta nine that is an area that they have um that uh, area that they are accepting if Mm -hmm. you will yeah right so this could you know what potentially what you're introducing uh, what you all will be introducing is something that could be used to kind of smooth the palate, if you will, of those decision makers prior to the next election, right? Prior to the presidential election cycle um, 
for being more uh, warm about cannabis, about cannabis derived cannabinoids and all of that good shit. Yeah, 100%. And, and we, number one, we are active players in the industry. Um, And that means if that, that means we have to get into the trenches, we have to, you know, speak with politicians, we have to educate people along the way, we want to take that battle on because that's really important to us. At the end of the day, it's allowing the consumers to have access to these specific plans because of all of the benefits that come that come along with them. Um, number two, I can't say this for certain, um, but hopefully you have something pretty special in store in the next couple of weeks that may end up at your doorstep, Frederica, um, being there in Texas. Um, obviously, um, it is well accepted. It, it is one of the markets that people really go after because number one, obviously it's size, but number two, um, they're it's just a lot of where consumers want to be. They see the benefits of this plant specifically, um, you know, hemp and, and what it can do for them. And there are some really great NA alternatives there. Um, and hemp is really taking hold of showing consumers, Hey, this really works in my daily life. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be these high dose things that sometimes cause issues with the legislation. It can just be, again, that social experience, just having one or two that really gets me to that fun level that I really want to be. And again, that could be on the THC side. It could be on the CBD side. So um, we're definitely really excited about that um, and bringing this, this to market. Yeah, no, that's, that's super sexy. And um, I mean, again, when I, when I think of the South, the South, it's so funny to me because one, the South has the land, the South has the weather in terms of, you know, growing the plant, right. And, and being able to use all elements, all aspects, also thinking historically of what hemp has meant to this country. That's right. And at one point it being known as the billion dollar plant, right. Like right. it being used for everything. Um, and then where we are now, right. It's almost like this kind of starting over place of, of re-educating and convincing and um, and making people comfortable with all of the various um, benefits and components of it. Um, yep. So, so I mean, I, I think it's perfect, and I think is I think it's interesting. We definitely need to talk offline about Austin, though, because like my mind is going <laughs> twenty miles an hour. I like, love it. <laughs> I, I, I have some thoughts. Awesome. I love it. We should talk about it. So, okay. So, um, for, for people who are going to be interested, um, you know, Jake crazy self sent all the fucking links. Okay. So basically, (laughs) basically I'm going to run this down on the screen, but it's all centered around love Mason bloom. That's right. So I would say visit the website, they're on LinkedIn, they're on IG, always some really dope, creative um, um, features, reels, pics, all of that good stuff. Um, but wh- whatever you do, Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, Mason is there. And so please make sure that you check them out, you follow so that you um, can, stay, can stay up to date in terms of like what's going on. And when this amazing beverage is coming to a spot near you, coming to your state, um, and then, you know, make sure you request it. Like, make sure you, you know, hit up stores, vendors, whatever, 
I feel like that's our duty as consumers yep. is to make sure that we're asking for the product. That's right. You know, there, there's a couple of things. So just on the, the social, the social side of things. So love, love maisonbloom.com is our website. Yes. Um, anybody in California, you can absolutely go and order some of the cannabis infused seltzers. Now they are available. Um, they can be delivered to your house or you can find a local dispensary. Um, that website currently only shows the cannabis side of things soon. Um, in about two to three weeks, we're actually going to have the website updated with all of the hemp beverages as well. Those will actually be available for a DTC purchase. So in 41 states, including the District of Columbia, you'll be able to order those and we'll be able to get those to your doorstep. And then the rest of the socials are just simply at Love Maison Bloom. Um, but yes, I, I would agree with you, Frederica. I think one of the most important things that this industry can, can do is support itself. And I think that's one of also the biggest challenges and where I see... And we see hemp being really instrumental is for those that are in markets where you cannot get access to medicinal or recreational cannabis. Hemp is a great alternative. Not only does it help move the needle in the right direction towards traditional cannabis, but it also is a slow movement of educating the greater populace in the power of the plant and those Cali sober experiences or NA experiences that people might be looking for. Yeah. And I mean, I think even in some states where it has been regulated, um, there are also deserts because I, I, I know for Cali, for instance, um, you know, about 70 percent of the municipalities opted out. Mm -hmm. Right. In terms of having cannabis businesses um, within their confines. And so that's something that consumers still grapple with or still struggle with today that like you have these pockets so to speak and so now with you all being able with this hemp with this hemp version this hemp option of having access to um to other states um regardless if you regulate it or not this is a a, a relief you know a wellness option a, a social wellness option that can come to your doorsteps right um, and that's important because you have some people who are driving two hours, three hours, you know, um, to get to their closest, you know, I, I would say healing facility. That's right. That's, that's right. I think that's well said. Um, yeah. And, you know, and these are some of the problems that we face in an industry or I, I don't want to say problem challenges that we face in an industry where, you know, every consumer really does matter. It, it is about advocacy. It is about finding the right brands, the right products that work with you um, and really helping them get traction into the marketplace because that's where change happens. And at a time when, you know, the, I, I like to use the term, the industry is still in its infancy because I do believe that, um, you know, the support does go a long way. And when one person, you know, is consuming or they pass it on to a friend, you know, that helps spread the word. And there are just, there's a lot of people who just don't know the alternative exists. Yeah. It's not about getting high for everybody. It might be for some people and that's okay. Um, but this is more about the greater power of the plant doing something that is more all natural. We, you know, start, kicked off this conversation about, you know, getting tired of the hangovers, but not necessarily wanting to smoke. And so for, for me, sounds like for you as well, it's about, you know, how do I, 
still have this great time? How do I still feel happy, not have the hangovers, not have some of the problems that I, you know, experienced with other, um, other alternatives uh, previously and, and really just trying to f- find and be an advocate for cannabis and hemp in the right ways. Yeah. And I think it's also, first of all, you said that like beautifully, but, but to add to it um, or not, but, but to add to it, not feeling socially awkward because I think what happens is um, as we, I'm going to say, as we um, age like fine wine, right? Like as we become, as we do, as we become more seasoned (laughs) individuals, um, going out, socializing, networking, or even having things within your home, um, it, it feels different, right? You know, it's it, the same way I know for OG smokers, right? Mm-hmm. There is a, the medicinal value for them doesn't start at smoking. That's right. It starts at breaking it up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Grinding yep. it, whatever, yep. rolling, like that, that, that whole thing is a process for people who for so long were drinkers, right? Such as our, our, ourselves, um, just having something in your hand. That's it. Yeah. You know, just being able to have something in your hand um, and being able to get something from it um, is a part of the party. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a part of the conversation. And so that is needed as well, right? I mean, otherwise you can feel awkward going up and asking for, um, oh, can I just have, uh, can I just have a tonic? You know, can I just have, you know, can I just have a club soda and lime? You know, like, you know, everyone doesn't want to do that. And especially when it's not something you're used to. Yeah. Also, also just being practical. I don't want to spend $11 $11 for your club sold online <laughs> when I can have a damn old fashioned yeah. for $14 or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it, it just makes it, it, it makes it difficult to make yeah. those decisions. Right. So what you all offer is this alternative that like, I feel grown, I feel grown. I feel like I'm getting the come down that I need from mm-hmm. my crazy day. Mm-hmm. And I feel better about this social experience that I, honestly and I, I you just built on what i said so i'm going to build on what you said because you brought up some really great points one of those is it, it, i mean when we step back and look at things it's amazing the parameters and the boxes that we put ourselves in right you know when people traditionally think of cannabis it's you know it, it is smoking flour it is a vape and i've got to go outside i don't want to interrupt other people whatever it is and for you know, in our experience of what Maison Bloom delivers, we actually want to combine those. It's actually the power of the craft cannabis. And so because you have specific strains and flavor profiles with our beverages, each one is unique. Each one is different, but you can pair those with different strains of a flower um, and it really enhances it. So it's not meant to be, you can only have a cannabis or a hemp beverage and then you're done. You can't do anything else. It's, Hey, how shout out to Lex at stone road, but like, how can I take us, you know, a stone road, um, 
pre-roll and pair that with a passion wild honeysuckle? How can I do that with a people's ecosystem joint or a Sonoma Hills joint, right? Those are, those are the things that we really want people to capitalize on because if you're a heavier user, you know, our beverages are three milligrams THC, they probably hit more of like a five or a 10 for, for some people just because of the use of the novel cannabinoids, but pair that with some flour, get that extra flavor that comes through from those individual strains, really enhance that experience. On the other side, I just had a really good friend actually uh, tell me he had some he had some of his friends over on a Saturday night. They were consuming some Maison Bloom in between those beverages. They were having some beers. They drank less, but everybody had a fantastic time. Nobody had a hangover in the morning. You know, they got on with the night. He said it was a really just pleasant evening that normally they probably would have consumed a lot more. So it actually like slowed them down. So, you know, you don't have to have one or the other. That's the box that we always Ooh. tend to put it, put it, put ourselves in. It's like these walls don't exist. I can use this to mix and match. I can pair this with a great flower. I can pair this with some, you know, a, a beer in between my Maison Bloom beverages, whatever it is, the choice is yours. But again, it's creating this delicious beverage that adds to the experience, right? In whatever way that you want it to. And so I'll leave it at that. Just don't put yourself in a box because the, the options are endless. I fucking love that. Okay. I absolutely love that because first of all, okay, Nathan, we want something here. Listen, when we think of pairing, we're usually thinking of shout out to Chef Charlene, but we're usually thinking about, you know, like these dose dinner parties. Right. So we're usually thinking about, um, the you know, what strain uh, you're going to pair with the food. Right. Because like those terpenes. Right. Like that's a flavor profile. But what you just introduced was like the pairing of this drink with traditional flour, like still with with those with those strains. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also this doesn't, this is not a cut out everything else, right? Like this is, oh, I have my Maison Bloom seltzer as my start. Maybe I still want an old fashioned, maybe I still want, you know, um, a, a traditional daiquiri, right? Absolutely. But instead of having four traditional daiquiris, Maybe I only have two. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That is not an uncommon story for sure. So, so I love that because I, I love that. And, and thank you for, for, for breaking that down because I think we often, we often do that. It's like an all or nothing kind of thing. Mm -hmm. This is, this is really just an enhancement. This is an enhancement and it's for each individual person um, to, to make it what they need it to be. That's right. We, we really want to empower people with the social experience. It's an yeah. option and it's a damn good option. Hell and, yeah. Right. And you can choose to take it or not. We always encourage people to, and we find that the majority of people that actually do choose to consume in this manner with a Maison Bloom beverage, never go back. There's no replacement. I think that's the perfect place to end. Once you go Maison Bloom, you don't go back, baby. Never go back. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Um, Nathan, as always, thank you so much. Um, please give the team my love. Um, we are super excited about this. Thank you for um, for choosing the people are blunt to to share this amazing news with. Um, you know, we love y'all. The people's ecosystem and Maison Bloom have a love 
a love love relationship um period so you know we love y'all and we are always here to support and i cannot wait i cannot wait for this new hemp option i also can't wait um and blame it on mommy brain but that the other option that you were we were talking about earlier that may be a little more bold um, the olympics the olympics yeah olympics oh yes. that yes yeah. olympics yes well olympics. Yes. Thank you for hosting me. Um, you are a phenomenal host and it's always a pleasure speaking with you. And we love the people's ecosystem, you and the team and, and all of the products that you bring to the market. Cause you, you guys are always a true inspiration. Um, and you just pave the way in such inspirational ways that, you know, we just try to keep up when we can. Well, look, um, the love and feeling is mutual. We need to pair a Maison Bloom with a Tosi tree. Boom. We're making it happen. Which one? Which one goes? We're making it happen. We got passion fruit there. I I know what that one's gonna go well with. <laughs> We're gonna do it for sure. I'm excited about that. All right, y'all. Listen. Um, stay locked in. Love Mason Bloom. Please visit the website. Visit all of the social media tags. Um, soon this is going to be available for you all. And the way that we're able to have these kind of options is by using our fingers and our money to show that we want it and that we support it. So if you in Cali, get you some traditional Maison Bloom, get you some toasty treats. We're going to figure out what the, what the pairing with the passion fruit That's right, we are. is, is going to be. That's going to be super dope. Um, and I think, I, I guess I'll sum it up by like, don't limit yourself. We are, we are living beyond limits. We are not coloring in the lines. All of these things um, can be what you make it. So till next time, y'all. Thanks, everyone. Stay blunt. <laughs>